Hi everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to yet another episode of Failure to Launch. So glad to have you here, but I just wanted to let you know beforehand that for this episode and the one after this, uh, we ran into a couple of recording issues. You can still hear everything, but my co-host's microphones were a little bit more sensitive than they should have been. You're gonna hear some extra static, some extra background noise, unfortunately, but that will not detract from the enjoyment of the show. It's still a really great story. We're gonna have a really fun time, but it's just is going to be a little bit louder and noisier than usual. However, this issue will be fixed in the next couple of episodes, so this is just a temporary and minor affliction. With that out of the way, I'll see you guys in just a moment. Roll the recap! Previously on Failure to Launch, Mama Spider goes to join her husband inside the Eternal Void, and with a final shriek, she collapses to the ground, and the spiders are exterminated. Hip hip hooray, she loves dead. You see stacks and stacks of money in there. Oh, I knew this was gonna be what it was. Yeah, and Alexis, you would recognize this as a bunch of, you know, hundred dollar bills, but um, all the images are of Melissa Franklin. She is a experimental particle physicist who is also a woman, so she replaced Benjamin Franklin. This, this group of women continues stabbing the wolf until it dies, and then all of a sudden, one of them looks up and they notice you. Are you saying these people are feral? I'm not saying anything. Roll me a sniff check. And she looks at all of you. She says, are you all friends of Mama's? Are you Mama's friend? Oh, uh, no. Yes. This reminds me of horror films, which you always answer yes, you die. My name is Meredith Stellaris, and these are my girls. Girls, say hello. All the girls are like, hello. And they all wave at you and giggle like, hee. In unison? Yeah, it's really creepy. And she looks kind of wistfully. There was a time where I, I wanted to find the men, you know? I wanted to find them and let them know that not all women are that bad. And Okay, alright, I've heard of, in the middle of her saying that, I pull off the wig and the dress and everything and I go, I'm a man! So, so when you say you take off everything, how, how everything are we going? I knew this was gonna get out. Like, I have clothes underneath, so... Oh good, okay. You uh, So, you trying to get to XX or something? Like the female government of America? XX? Sure, let's shut that whole sh down! Gosh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gents, once again to Failure to Launch, a choose your own adventure podcast where we make up the story as we go along. I'm your host as always, Jonathan Barber, and joining me we have the usual cast, Alexis, David, and Brayden. Say hello everyone. Hello Hi. everyone. Hey, what's going on? We're shaking. As we get back into the show, we're gonna do a quick recap since we always forget everything, but the way we ended last time, Meredith Stellaris was talking to you guys, you know, the crazy woman, well not crazy woman, but the woman with all the kind of feral other women with her, you remember that? The lobotomy lady. The, lobo the lobotomy <laughs> lady, that's lobotomy lady. <laughs> And what she said was, well, guess we're going to be friends forever because you can't leave. You can't go anywhere. And then Alexis said, or Valkyrie said, no way, we're going to go shut down XX. And that's where we're resuming, where Meredith says, why the heck do you want to go overthrow the female capital of America? You got a death wish or something? Yes. Well, actually, yes. <laughs> Restore the patriarchy. <laughs> oh god. So she looks kind of confused. She says, "Like I'm, I'm, I'm glad there are actually men who are alive, but honestly, it's probably a bit dangerous for you guys in the public sphere. You're gonna get executed if anyone sees you. Why do you even want to go there, anyways?" Well, we have a guide. So you see, um, what's your name again, Alexis? No, Valkyrie. <laughs> Valkyrie. <laughs> Well, you see no, we her. <laughs> we, we have a guide. Her name is Valkyrie. Here she is. Bruh, I've never been out of the sisterhood. I know almost just a little bit more than you guys. Just a little bit. And then Meredith asks the question that the Game Master wants to know, like, what's the point? Why are you going to XX in the first place? I don't know, because, like... Because the Game Master the ga told us to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
because I feel like this is the only way the plot will progress in this game that we are currently in. All right, all right. Well, let, let's think about our character motivations. Let's unpack this five episodes in. Why are we doing this? Hmm. All right, David, Brayden, or Alexander Casey, what, is there a certain person you want to rescue or a certain place you want to escape from, perhaps? Yo, your I sister. From this place called the world. But, you know, <laughs> but we have to rescue someone first, yeah? Yeah, you gotta rescue, well, you don't have to do anything. You could even just sit here for the rest of time if you want to. It'd be kind of boring, but you gotta rescue your sister and maybe Rebecca. Mm. <laughs> Uh, full circle. So <laughs> Meredith turns to you guys. So you're going to go rescue your sister and your girlfriend. And then what are you going to do after that? You're going to come back here forever? Or are you going to go back to wherever you came from? We can't go back, guys. The world's too different now. Isn't it yeah, technically really sure. the same? <laughs> well, <laughs> they kind of destroyed our village. Your people oh, kind of yeah. destroyed our village. That's true. Touche. Touche. It just gives us a project to go back to. <laughs> I I think that if you if you give if you give preventative medicine and you don't get rid of the cancer that caused the condition in the first place, we're gonna go through this all over again. We need the patriarchy. First of all, as much as I'm all here for saving your and all of that. We don't need the patriarchy because the patriarchy <laughs> is what got us here in the first place. But we're not going to go into that because that's going down a political realm and this podcast really shouldn't be about that. Um, let's let's just, how about we just reset everything? And by reset, I mean burn it down. Oh, so when you say that, Meredith kind of rubs her hands together. She says, oh, some anarchists are you. I actually might have a job for you if you're interested. Oh, hell yeah. I don't even let's know do what it. this job is but we're taking it. Burning hey, things. as long as I get Rebecca back, I need I don't even care if we chick. get anyone back. We're burning things. <laughs> I don't, wait, wait, hold on. Brayden, did you just say, I don't care if we're getting anyone back? Are you going to pull like a straight, like a mocking, a mocking Jay situation where the little sister dies? Is this, is this what we're alluding to? Burning down I mean, the scent. who knows what could happen, dude. We're burning down the house. That's all that matters to me. But let's actually, actually, that's, that's a good question. So, Alexis, I kind of know your motivation. You kind of want to see the world. You kind of want to right the wrongs of history. And Brayden, I guess you kind of want to save your sister. Do I? David, you, Do I? you kind of, you kind of want to rescue the girl that stood you up, I think. Is that, are we correct? You're talking to me, Alexander? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's, I kind of want to get back at those people that kind of ruined our lives. Okay, so it's a revenge story. Okay. So <laughs> burn it down. You know, I didn't really have much of a life anyways, you know, because the village was a pretty boring place. It was quite boring. I should have written more stuff. So, Yo, <laughs> the milk bar, so, uh, though. You know. The milk bar was pretty happening, I'll, I'll admit that. Yes. So yeah, I'm just sort of, as I was milk. from the beginning of the podcast, just going to go with the flow and see wherever the chaos takes us. Okay, so Meredith turns to you all, she says, well, I don't really want you guys to rush to your deaths, but you all seem kind of purposeless and aimless, so sure, why not? Have <laughs> fun. <laughs> so she says, but if, if you actually want to get into XX, there's a little obstacle you got to get past first. And if you recall from what I said about three minutes ago, which is, you know, really 14 days ago, I was talking about a place called Flower Petal. Do you remember anything about that or do I need to refresh your memories? This Definitely or... refresh. We have short-term memory loss, so. Didn't you say it was like spaceships, right? Am I, am I no, wrong there? No, no. I mean, you're, <laughs> you're in a ship graveyard right now, but wrong. Um, I haven't actually seen Game of Thrones, but isn't there like a wall that tries to keep the monsters out of the city or something? Oh, you mean the, you mean the northern wall? Bruh. Yes. Oh, yeah, that thing, that thing. So Flower Petal is like the northern wall of women or whatever. Yo, we gotta break down the wall. Call Mr. Gorbachev, dude. <laughs> it's designed to protect XX and the other cities against the Y zone because you know there are all sorts of monsters and crazy women in there. Mm -hmm. So Flower Petal is like a wall of defense. Mm -hmm. So Meredith okay. says, if you want to get into XX, you got to get through Flower Petal. And if you want to do me a favor, I got a personal vendetta against a couple girls in there. So like the Sweet. watch for the wall. We get to burn them? 
I mean, sure, if you want. So then Meredith, um, trying to steer away from this goofy tone, she gets kind of serious for a second. She says, I don't remember her name, but I know the face of the woman who did my surgery. And you remember her lobotomy thing and everything? Mm-hmm. I know that son of a man stationed in flower petal somewhere. <laughs> and before I go out... <laughs> I want to have my revenge. I want to introduce that knife into her head, if you know what I mean. Oh, knives? Oh, okay. All right. A little bit more personal than I was. Revenge lobotomy. Revenge lobotomy. (laughs) Ice pick. That's what we should go for, the ice pick. I mean, she could be nicer. If, If this is trying to be PG, if we want this to be PG, I'll introduce my revenge with unspecified, very vague meanings, and it will cut away right before I hit her, if you know what I mean. I'm pretty sure the PG rating, like, dropped as soon as I started talking, so, like, I think we fight. <laughs> I think we I mean, go. it could be, like, Hunger Games. It's like, I'm gonna kill you. And the camera becomes so shaky. Like, what's going on? Ooh, what's <laughs> <happening>? <laughs> ah, dead children. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So she says, hey. So here's what I want you to do. Your mission, if you choose to accept it, is to open up the gate to Flower Petal, okay? And she turns back to all the girls around her. Look at these girls. Look at me. We don't have a life out here. We're just going to sit out here till we die. But I'd rather go out swinging. But you know, with my dehabilitating, like, muscle, my muscle failure, I can't sneak into the flower petal and these girls they're like eight-year-olds they can't sneak over there either so you're like the first actual intelligent people and able-bodied ones who could actually help me with this Mm, by muscle by muscle problems do you mean that you're a woman or do you mean that you actually have muscle So Meredith ponders for a second. She says, I'm beginning to see why men were illegalized. (laughs) But if you remember with her lobotomy, they messed it up. So instead of erasing her memory, they kind of like severed some of her muscles. And she can't really move that much anymore. Oh, damn it. You can just nod and say yes. Like, yes, of course, I remember that. (laughs) So you want to help me kill some random women? You know, that'd be fun. We can all experience murder. Let's get it on. Let's do it. Murder. Here's the thing. Are we going to live by a code? Will it be random, you know, just random, purely random murder? Or are we doing it for a purpose? All of the above. (laughs) (laughs) So let me get this straight. You can kill anyone you want, but you don't actually have to. We just need you to open the gate. So we can come in and start slicing and dicing if you catch my drift. Oh, okay, so we I... may so we may not be first degree, but we could be accessories. Is that what? Yeah, you could be tried in court for premeditation, you know, like okay. attempt or assisted manslaughter. Or Assist- I'm sorry, woman slaughter. Woman slaughter. Okay. <laughs> okay. I ain't going back to prison. In in my country, manslaughter will be illegal. David. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Is that a joke or reference to something? It was just a really bad pun. It was a really bad pun. It's just a really bad pun. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, uh, David, you take one point of damage. Okay. Dang. (laughs) I cut myself. I cut. I cut myself with the Zabuza sword. Yeah. So you say the joke. Everyone just stares at you. I'm so sorry. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's actually get on with the story. Mm-hmm. So Meredith um, points you off towards the east. She says, if you keep walking that way for about four hours, you're going to make it to Flower Petal. Be careful, though. I don't exactly know how to get inside, but you're young. You're hip. You'll you'll probably figure something out. If not, we'll, we'll try to get your bodies. So do we still have our vehicle? You do. You drove it over here to the um, feral women camp. So I'm just going to go ahead and say it's probably not going to take us four hours to get there. Well, let's remember it. Let's not get too close to the wall with our vehicle because then that would be awkward and they would see us coming. Okay, okay. I'm down to clown. Or if we do it at nightfall, uh, where it's hard to see. Uh, Can we ask Meredith, what does she know about the wall's defenses? We need to gather data. Obviously, I can't get too close to it, but I know that there's one main gate, and that's where their vehicles and their transports go through. So all you gotta do, there's some sort of generator, I'm assuming, that powers the gate, and if you can shut it down on the other side, the wall will come down, and they can't lift it up when me and my sisters attack. So there's one wall you gotta focus on, or one bridge. Okay, so Mm. the wall comes up, not down. Yeah, I I think so. I may have misspoken, but you know what it is. It's like an actual... Yeah, it, yeah, it just opens. Yeah. It just opens. Oh, no, man. 
You're, oh, wait. Um, no, you're right, Jonathan. It kind of like goes up. It goes up. <laughs> kind, of, kind of like okay, a gate. Yeah, it was like, crud, did I just like get bridges wrong? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> wait, okay. So hypothetically, now, question. So we're in a vehicle from the sisterhood. Yes. And if we all still have our lady disguises, I mean, I'm already a lady, so I don't need a disguise, but nonetheless, would it be possible if they would open the gate for us, if they, cause they don't see like, is there any way like of communication wise, like? What is in our Jeep? Do we have any uh, walkies or anything, you know, radios? Um, there is a radio built into the Jeep, but there aren't any sort of external ones you can carry. Well, no, I'm just thinking of like, would they know that we've escaped from the sisterhood in that specific Jeep? Or would they just assume we're just coming on in? All right, so Alexis, I, or Valkyrie, you've lived at the Sisterhood your entire life. And, Avi, do you remember the name of the woman who was in charge of the Sisterhood? Claudia, that bitch. Yeah, it's, her last name's European. Don't make fun of it, so. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Claudia Fabich. <laughs> I didn't swear. I was just saying her last name. Fabich. <laughs> so you would actually know that Claudia is a very proud woman. So it's possible that she could have reported you, but if she did that, she would have shown, oh, these two men escaped under my watch. So she probably didn't report it, but... She might have. But if she did, she would have said these two men escaped. Yeah, and I think you have two beautiful women with you right now, especially Brayden. But we have. Oh, yeah. So, snap. As long as we got that clear. Okay, so how about this? If, if we all have ladies here, then we should be able to just drive through the gate. And that's all my planning has come to at that moment. Maybe we can take some weapons, hide them just in case we need to like, I don't know, hit them in the head, knock them out real quick, all that fun stuff. I was thinking that if we run into problems inside, if we had a couple of women hidden in the Jeep as like maybe storage in the in the trunk, and then maybe one hiding underneath the car as it's driving, then we can have five of us and that gives us much better chances should something go wrong. So you're saying you want to kidnap mentally handicapped women and yeah. use them as hostages? Yeah, but at that time, yeah, they're not the sharpest tools in the shed, if I do say so. The only one that is sharp uh, can't move parts of her body. So yeah. it looks like it may just be us three to begin with. How have they lived all this time? I forget the scene. So they do simple hunting stuff, if you remember. Um, they're kind of like hunters and gatherers. And they live in the wreckage of the old, like, the old battleground of when the men flood into outer space. So they've made makeshift huts in all the old destroyed rocket ships that they were in. Okay, that they have spears? my question. Like, you know, like, remember, like, the Keyblade graveyard? Like, imagine that, uh, but it's yes. a bunch of rocket oh, ship okay. pieces. Yes. <laughs> okay. So this is my question here that I have for you, okay? Okay, buds, here we are. Do we have anything in this uh, this spaceship graveyard, you know, that would be highly combustible? I feel like that's a very likely mm -hmm. thing, you know? I, I think there is. Why don't you go search for some? Now, of course, you'd need Valkyrie probably to explain that to you guys, but, you know. Sure, let's just assume for the sake, you know, of, uh, you know, whatever that we did ask her, right? We're just driving over. By the way, have you guys heard of, like, jet fuel before? It's really cool. That's, well, we're talking about rocket fuel here, bud, you know. We're talking highly explosive, you know? <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it's been decades. It's Don't worry about that. Think of it as, like, a plot hole or a device to help us. What is that sound? Is someone messing with a water bottle? Uh, or like chips? No. Sorry. David, <laughs> David, what are you doing? <laughs> All, All right, right, so, so uh, yeah, I'm going to search for some of that, Jonathan, if it's cool. Yeah, sure. Um, Why don't you guys all roll and slash or flip for me? I got heads. 17. I got tails. Okay, so two tails, one heads. So I don't really know how rocket ships work, but just for the sake of the plot, Alexis, you find a black box. And I don't mean to stereotype. It could be a white box if it wanted to. But you guys know what a black box oh, is, right? Jesus. Yes. <laughs> So inside you find like some emergency provisions and let's say there's a canister of rocket fuel. Why not? Sure. Wait, wait, yeah. hold on. Did you say I found a black box and then all the provisions was in the black box? Because that's not how black boxes work. 
Man, I don't know. Jonathan, do you know what a black box is? Do you know what a black box actually is? Okay, so (laughs) think of the situation I'm in. You're like, okay, so these ships exploded 80 years ago. They exploded. Hey, let's look for rocket fuel. I'm sure there's some in here somewhere. (laughs) You put me in kind of a corner right now. (laughs) Oh, that's too funny. Sorry, Jonathan. Okay, so you're you're fine. You're fine. Um, I don't. You find fuel. Whatever. Whatever. Sure. All right. All right. I need to like read a book on spaceships after this. All right, guys. Okay. So here's here's the idea, right? We attach yep. the fuel to the jeep, and then we okay. find the generator, and we blow it up, kablooey, taking as many as we can with us. Okay. Um. Not necessarily sure. killing ourselves, you know, but uh, at least getting rid of the generator. Yeah. Sure. That's fine. Okay. Wait, can we go over the health, how much health we have? Don't I only have one health thing left? Um, you got healed one because there was some sort of meme joke that we did last time. Oh, I forget yeah, what it was. Right. It was yeah. something like the Backstreet yeah. Boys or something. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So, Casey and Alexander, you both have two, and Valkyrie, you have three. Oh, yeah. We're sending you in first. What? <laughs> uh, if you recall, you also have a little bit of medicine with you. I don't know who's keeping track of their items, but you have a little bit. I don't think any of us are keeping track of our items at this stage. No, yeah. <laughs> I, I know I, I know I have a sword. Wait, we had medicine this whole time? Yeah. Awkward. <laughs> so which one of your guys' dads was Rick Toffin? Do you remember that? Oh, Not my mine. dad's name, huh? <laughs> yeah, okay. So remember, you got some medicine from your dad's house before everyone died. <laughs> I think that might have been you, Alexander. Wait, no, didn't I get a notepad or something? Who's my dad again? <laughs> yeah, you had a notepad as well, David. I was wondering if you'd um ever remember it. <laughs> what am I supposed oh. to do with a notepad? <laughs> we could have written down the coordinates with that. Do you say that out loud? Uh, yes, I do. <laughs> Okay, so Mer- Meredith perks up when she hears that. She's like, coordinates? What coordinates? You guys, like, go into a party or something? Uh, Meredith doesn't happen to have a laptop, does she, with a USB port? <laughs> that would have been... Can I roll for it? <laughs> All right, so let's roll for a computer in the rocket graveyard that is still working. In a- <laughs> Do you want to roll for a computer or for remembering the coordinates? <laughs> I'll roll for remembering the coordinates. Yes, please. Okay. The first one was ridiculous. Heads. Heads. Okay, so you remember the coordinates and you tell them to Meredith and she gets a really weird expression on her face. She's like, I've heard of those somewhere. Is that like a place here in America? Oh god, it's not, is it? I remember this conversation again. It's in America? It's in space. It's in space? Didn't we say that? Maybe? No. No. I'm pretty that sure we said that. That wouldn't make America. sense. Rockets those... went somewhere, right? No, it's got to be on the map, like in the U.S. map. It's just not in America. Uh, yes, yes. Coordinates don't go into outer space. Oops. Okay. Um. Yeah, it was going into space. My bad. Jonathan, narrator. Okay. So, um, I did not go to college for any sort of geography. Let me just um. It's okay. Just... You went to Liberty. Hey, I actually did. <laughs> I actually did. Okay. So Meredith says, "Oh God." <laughs> Okay, so you guys didn't listen to um, season one, but you guys all know David Calvert, right? Well, except for maybe you, David. Yeah. Yeah. The other yeah, David. Yeah, so we were we were doing an episode where it was like, oh, there's this electromagnetic interference. Use a radio. David's like, well, actually, radio waves don't work in the electro interference. I'm like, crud, the entire story's based on that not working. <laughs> so I guess we're 0 for 2 now. I love how this episode is slowly but surely turning into Jonathan getting things slightly incorrected and us making comments about this. Oh, well. So Meredith says, oh, yeah, those coordinates are in outer space. Oh, my gosh. And then she turns to you, Alexis, or Valkyrie, and she says, where did you get these coordinates from? A flash drive. So she says, can I see it? Why should I trust her at this stage? She's only Uh, been lobotomized. No big deal. No big deal. She only can't move parts of her body. Yeah, that's fine. I'll hand her the flash drive. She won't get far. Okay, so she shakily grabs the flash drive and looks over it, and she says, Wow, this model's ancient. Where'd you get this from? Uh, oh, I haven't told the boys. I took it from them, did I? Yeah, David or Casey and Alexander, do you recognize this flash drive? Uh, I don't remember. I'm sure it's from earlier in the story. It's, I think it's, I, <laughs> I recognize Alexander. that from earlier in the story. Yeah, it was Alexander's dad's 
necklace thing, right? Thing. Yeah. I swear, I need to like give you guys notes after every episode. No. Nah. Like, oh, this thing. It's, it's, been, it's been like a month and a half since the... Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he told us to keep notes and I'm... I didn't. I didn't. I'm not gonna it's lie. It's okay. It's okay. So that was your flash drive, um, Alexander. You can choose to be angry or not that this girl stole it from you. Urgh. She realizes that it's from you, Alexander, and she says, this is old man tech. As I'm sure you guys know, like, some of the men escaped into space. That's why I got sent here because I was trying to find them. These may actually be the coordinates to their home base. Does XX have any ships? XX, well, yeah, it has tons of spaceships. I was an astronaut there, remember? Oh, okay. This is getting interesting. Meredith, can you send these two boys off to space and we get you in? Um, so she gets up and starts, like, wobbling around. She's like, yeah, sure, let's start walking. It's only, like, a hundred miles that way. Don't worry, we have a car. Okay, Meredith, no need to be <laughs> sassy. I can take a hint. All right, guys, let's go. <laughs> okay, so she turns to the boys. She says, honestly, I don't know what you guys are trying to do, but I don't think this world's safe for you anymore. You can do what you want, but if you make it to XX, you might want to find a ship and get out of there. Okay, I believe you. Hey, I want to start the, the I want the uh, patriarchy to exist, so let's do it. You down, Alexis? Oh, oh Jesus, I no. mean, Valkyrie. Oh. Valkyrie, come on, come on. You'll, be, just, you'll be a hot we... commodity on the patriarchy. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's, you really know how to get to a girl. Uh, can, we, can we, can we just go ahead and try and uh, destroy this gate first? Let's, let's go plan A. Let's destroy the gate and then let's send you boys <laughs> off somewhere so I can, we can burn down the Senate, burn down the house. You guys can go off into space and I can create a new civilization. All right. Taking my hey, down I, as queen. I found an even better idea of how to, of how to get in the gate. We build. All right, stay no. with me. No. A wooden no. horse. No. <laughs> and we no. get inside of it. <laughs> no. All right, so Meredith gets tired of all your stupid references. She says, get out of here. Go open that gate, okay? Okay, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All right, let's, let's load up. So we'll grab the supplies. And I guess before we get there, how much medicine do we actually have? Is it enough for both of them? Yeah, you've got enough to apply two times. But once you do that, it'll be gone. How much does it right. do? Um, so you wouldn't necessarily know, but you remember your father saying, if you had three hit points, this would restore two damage. Uh. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's move out. A little sound effect. A little Batman so you sound hop effect. In, you hop in the wranglet and you start driving. Cool. Yeah, Um. so as we're driving, this is like in one of those RPGs where you have a little bit of time to banter between characters to build their relationships. Is there anything you guys want to say to each other or you want to just drive over there? I mean, I feel like we've been bantering this whole time, so I feel like it's okay <laughs> if we just get there. Well yeah, said. Do, do we have a CD? Do we have, a, or sorry, a, a disc that plays music? Um, Valkyrie, you would have your favorite CD. Do you remember who you said your favorite music musical character was or your favorite musician? Uh, Party in the USA. <laughs> no, no, no. I think it was Lady Gaga. I think it was, it was Lady, it was Lady Gaga. Yes, I okay. remember. It was Lady Gaga. Okay, so you can play Lady Gaga if you want to. Cool. Does, does anybody want to sing some Lady no. Gaga? I'm good. I'm fine. So you drive for a couple of hours and in the distance you begin seeing what looks like a mountainside. And as you get closer and closer, you begin to see it's just actually this massive metal wall. And it just stretches from east to west or north to south, whatever, as far as the eye can see. You're about a 10 minute drive from reaching the wall. What do you want to do? Well, Guys, do we just pray that Claudia didn't report anything and just keep going? Full send. Full send. All right, let's go. We're going to the gate. Okay, so as you are approaching, Alexis or Valkyrie, you take this time to tell the party everything you know about Flower Petal. What you would tell them is that this society is a lot like the ancient race of soldiers called the Spartanettes. You would be very familiar with them. And the Spartanettes, they were this tribe of warriors, essentially. And this is just filled with a bunch of really jacked, really buff women who have dedicated their entire lives to protecting woman society from the dangers of the Y-Zone. So the short and skinny is that these women are jacked and they will break your necks without a second thought. So <laughs> just, just keep that in mind. No, hold on. I need to put my mask back on, right? Because they like... 
Because if I'm trying to like make them believe that nothing's gone astray, I have to pretend that I that the air is poisonous, right? Good idea. Yeah. So I'm gonna put my air mask on, and both of you guys cover both of your faces with your scarves and pretend to be I don't know having issues breathing. You just act a little bit insane. Oh, maybe men aren't that bad. Oh, she's delirious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not that far, but wheezing will be fine. And what time of day did you decide to go to the flower petal? Didn't we go at nighttime? Yeah, nighttime? I thought we went at night. Sure. So you just keep driving to the front gate? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So you drive the ringlet over, and as you're about 50 feet away from the gate, a giant, a giant searchlight shines down onto you, and you hear a voice from the intercom saying, State your business. Guys, we never, we never uh, decided what our business was. Um, you're saving us. We got, we got caught out in the uh, I zone. Quick, quick, tell them quick, quick, quick before. Oh god, oh god. Uh, no. You we, saved uh, us. Um, maybe. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh no. What was the, What was the name of your town? What was the name of your town? Like, say we send a secondary search party for any like remnants of women there and I found these two and they seemed like they were struggling or you know the wizen was getting to them and needed them to get medical attention I don't know something along those lines I'm just lying extra okay so at this point the voice says you guys sure are taking a while to respond is everything okay yeah no that's yeah no nothing no it's not okay I these ladies are having a hard time breathing I didn't have extra masks oh no that's horrible uh just state your ID number and we'll get you right in I have an ID number, right? Because I'm with a sisterhood? Yeah. I state my ID number. <laughs> I didn't know I had one. <laughs> so they, so I was hoping you would just make one up on the fly. I was like, okay, yeah, sure you have one. Why not? So, oh, okay. <laughs> so you state your ID number and they say, Sister Valkyrie, our logs indicate that you are not a scout. What are you doing outside of the sisterhood? This is very much against protocol. <laughs> <laughs> Because if you remember, there were two types of workers in the sisterhood. Yes. Um, yeah. All of our scouts got sick, so Sister Claudia sent me out here. <laughs> oh no, that's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> to get medicine. Well, I guess these are some very stupid women. Um, Roll me a persuasion or a lie check and do it at advantage because women are very deceptive. Okay, I got, I decided to start using a dice because I got one. Is your marriage going okay, Jonathan? <laughs> <laughs> Ups and downs. <laughs> oh jeez. Um, so I you're got, using dice now, you said? Yeah, I got a six and a one. Six and one. Okay, so they believe it. They say, "Oh gosh, hurry, get them in right now!" And then the gate opens like, and light floods out into the desert as you see the opening of flower petal, and you're able to drive right in if you want to. Cool. Can I? Can we also be looking to see if we can see the generator? Yeah. So as you enter into Flower Petal, um, it's a very simple, very minimalist sort of town. You get the feeling that this is very military. What that means is, you know, it's basic. It's only the bare essentials. So you see the Y Zone travel checkpoint, which is where you're in right now. You see the housing district, the barracks. You see the broadcast station. You see the Y Zone detox zone, and you also see, um, actually nothing else. That's all you see. There's got to be a map around here somewhere, right? Yeah. So as you drive into the um into Flower Petal, four very burly women suddenly like start lumbering up towards the car, <laughs> and one of them raps on the window and asks you to roll it down, Alexis. Cool. Rolling it down. All right. So the sister says, "Hello, Sister Valkyrie. It's me, Why is Sister Greg." <laughs> Sister Greg here, welcome to Flower Petal. These are sisters James, John, and Jim. And they're like, hi. I'm just playing, but they're they're all very beefy, very beefy women. So they say, okay, get the girls out, get the girls out. We'll take them to the detox zone. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay, and then Alec or Casey and Alexander, how are you guys acting in the back right now? How sick are you? Let's let's see how convincing you We're are. We're covering our face. <laughs> Sneeze. Okay, so sure, that's convincing enough, I guess. Like, okay, we'll get them right now. So the very large women, or the flower petalites or whatever, they grab Casey and Alexander and begin taking them to the detox zone. And the detox zone, Alexis or Valkyrie, you would know a ton about this. It's where you're supposed to go if you're in the Y zone for too long. It removes the toxins from your body. While they are taking them away, uh, Sister Greg turns back to you. What in the world happened out there? Does the sisterhood need help? We can send soldiers right now. No! 
They're okay. <laughs> they're just they're just getting off a really bad cold. You know how girls we like to share stuff, and someone accidentally had made a bad pie, and that pie was eaten by all the scouts, and then they all got pretty nasty food poisoning. So they're out of commission for a little bit. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They'll be fine in a couple of days. It's just, okay. it's just a little rough right now. Okay, okay. Um, why did you, why did you drive all the way out here instead of just, you know, using your own detox zone at the Sisterhood? You know, because. Because <laughs> it still was there. No, you guys are gone at the stage. It's yeah, just me. You guys me. are gone. You guys are gone. You know, because it was just, it was just broken, and Claudia sent me out to try and get some more medicine. So yeah. Okay, why'd she send you instead of the other scouts? Did you not listen to what I just said and all the scouts got food poisoning? No, I didn't. I'm so sorry. <laughs> they all got food poisoning and Claudia <laughs> trusted me or she doesn't like me and thought I'd die out here. But yeah, I, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> you guys are breaking me tonight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, she says, okay, great. Well, welcome to Flower Petal. <laughs> I had all this cool stuff planned. I was just gonna drive through. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oops. So she says, "Do you wanna? Do you wanna join your friends in the detox zone? I don't know. I don't know. How long have you had your mask on? Has your filter worn out? Um. Yeah. The mask only had a couple of hours on it. I definitely should go to the detox zone. And then Sister Greg shepherds you over to the detox zone. She said, "We'll be in the mess hall after this. We'll have a meal prepared for you. So we'll cut over to Casey and Alexander quickly. You're gonna be about." two or three minutes ahead of Valkyrie. And <laughs> I'll just explain this in, um, so what the women believe or what's been told to them, which you know is a lie from the government now, but what the women are told about the Y zone is that you're supposed to sweat out the toxins. So when you leave the Y zone, you're supposed to go into a special kind of sauna. So you're supposed to take off your clothes, go in there and just sweat it out. Mm. Um, <laughs> and I, I only bring that up because, you know, if clothes are taken off for two certain people, uh, specific things may be revealed. Uh-oh, SpaghettiOs. I'm good, fam. Okay, and Sister Jim says, Nonsense! We gotta make sure you don't die from poisoning. And she more aggressively pushes you towards <laughs> towards the Wyzone <laughs> detox place. <laughs> Why don't one of you guys start to have, like, a panic attack? Because, you know, new spaces just start hyperventilating, all that fun stuff. So you start hyperventilating? As a master of disguise <laughs> and, you know... A very emotive person, wait, wait. just like are, I am we, in real life. I'm able to do that. Are we in a room? How many people are in the room? Is it just me, Valkyrie, and Casey, and how many other people? Valkyrie's still a little bit behind you because she was talking with Sister Greg. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Sister James is taking you inside the detox zone. So you're not inside the actual zone yet, but you can peek through like one of the window doors and you can see several women walking around and, you know, PG, there's like, you know, steam clouds perfectly censoring everything as they walk. And you, re you recognize, oh, if we're going to go in there, we got to strip down. There's no, like, you know, towels like a normal <laughs> No, if there were towels, your body couldn't, you know, sweat out all the Y-Zone stuff. Oh, I think it, they could. <laughs> Someone here is just uh, a little bit of a pervert, I think. Why, why don't you guys just pretend like, wait, because the, so the really poor... You're I not have here right now, Valkyrie. You're not here oh, right now. Okay, one at a time. What's going on? I have eczema and I need a towel because I'm embarrassed for my rash. Okay, roll for me. All right, we got a 16. Okay, now roll for sexy. Oh man, you're really gonna hit me with the double roll. We got an 11. Okay, so Sister James looks you up and down and says, no, I think you'd look better without a towel. <laughs> all right, all right, can, I, can we, all right, can I go now? Hold on, before, before he makes a decision. Yeah, sure, go ahead. <laughs> Alright, do I still have my sword hidden in, you know, beneath my I know it's a huge sword, but somehow it's just all hidden. Through the power of anime, you have concealed your sword, yes. Okay, okay. so is it just Sister whatever her face, his Sister face James. is? Yeah. Sister James? Alright, <laughs> that's the only person around? At the moment, I mean, there are several women inside the little sauna place, but the door is closed. My reasoning is, she's she is so focused on the sexy of KC <laughs> that she doesn't see me when I whip out my sword and I cut her in half. Oh my goodness. Okay, Jeez. Um, oh wow. <laughs> well, roll for me then. Um, she's pretty distracted by Brayden. I'll say that. Um, 
Yeah, let's just let's just give me a single roll to see if your attack connects without her noticing. Oh, I got a tails. Okay, so you swing your sword, and as Sister James is admiring, um, is looking deep into Brayden's eyes or into Casey's eyes. <laughs> so Sister James is looking deep into your eyes, Brayden, and while she's looking in there, she sees. <laughs> She sees David coming behind with a giant sword. And she's like, what the? And she, her years of combat training take over, and she rolls out of the way, and instead you hit, um, you hit Brayden instead. Dang. No, no! Oh, and Brayden, you take one damage. And then at this point, um, Sister James says, oh no, the Y-Zone's taken over more than we thought. And then she punches an alarm next door and she goes, and this is actually the third alarm that you guys have triggered this campaign. Wow. The room goes red, and we'll cut back to you, Valkyrie, quickly. <laughs> so you're about a good 100 feet from the detox zone when all of a sudden you hear, like, air sirens. And you see, like, dozens of women running towards the detox area. And Sister Greg's like, oh my gosh, what's happening in there? Weren't your friends just in there? <laughs> okay, so that's a good response. So we'll cut back to David and Brayden. So Sister James and now Sister Bartholomew have entered the room and they're trying to they're trying to subdue you, David. So Sister Bartholomew says, just calm down, sweetie, okay? We're your friends. We're your fellow girls, okay? Just don't don't listen to the men voices in your head. And then Bartholomew jumps to tackle you. I want you to flip to see if you can. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I got a tails. <laughs> Okay, so you are tackled by 300 pounds of woman muscle, and you are down, and your Zabuza sword clutters to the side of the room. <laughs> so at this point, Valkyrie, um, did you want to enter the building, or did you just want to leave? So am I there? Am I, like, witnessing this all go down? You can come at- you can be in there at this point if you want to, or you could leave and never come back. It's up to you. <laughs> oh, so I could just, like... He's like, I, I'm gonna head out. I'd be like, I. <laughs> um, uh, you know, I don't know. Do I want to leave you guys? Try and find the generator. We're in a different room. You. We're in a different room. We can't help you. Make this oh decision. no, I. Oh yeah, no. She I knows. Know. <laughs> I, I, I think know. she's just wondering out loud. I'm just wondering out loud. You know, it's a really tough decision. Do I stay? Do I go? You know what? I'll, I'll go. I'll go to them. I'll say something. Who am I with? Am I with Sister John James? Uh, you're with Sister Greg. Oh, sorry. Um, I'm sorry for all the stupid names. <laughs> I'll I'll turn I'll turn to her and say they're probably freaking out. Um, I can probably calm them down. Okay, so Sister Greg turns to you. She says, "Are you sure that girl looks dangerous over there?" And she looks at you know Brayden or David being crushed by Sister Bartholomew. Yeah, I got it. I'll be fine. Okay, um, roll me a persuasion check. I got a four. So she says, okay, well, if you're sure, we'll leave them to you. And then she calls off the other girls and she turns to Casey and she says, can you make sure that one doesn't attack again? Like, we understand that it's just the Y-Zone effects, but we can't have them messing up our shop here. You got, you got what I'm saying? I bat my eyes and say... Yes. So Sister Bartholomew gets off of Casey and the other sisters back away. They still stay in the room to make sure everything's all right. But Valkyrie, the floor is yours. So I just pretend to chit chat with them for a little bit, ask what's going on. And then I turn to the crowd because I'm going to pretend I didn't hear everything that was going on when I wasn't there and say to them, they seem to be really frightened by the whole being naked in front of other people. Is there like a quarantine room they can go to for a little bit just to calm down before they detox? Cause they're freaking out pretty hard. Yeah, we can do that. We can do that. We can let them calm down a bit, but we got to get them detoxed pretty soon before any sort of permanent damage occurs to them. So then they lead you over to the barracks and it's like a bunch of military cots. They lie the three of you down on the cots and they said, we'll be back in about an hour. But after that, if we leave you out with without detoxing, there's gonna be permanent damage. So we're gonna have to go whether or not they're ready, okay? Cool, so we have an hour. So now we got uh, on the way to the barracks, did we happen to see the generator? So you didn't see the generator, but you did see that there was one specific building that really stood out to you that seemed like it would require the most power. So you feel like the generator would be, the generator would be closest to it. So guys, should we try and dip out to that specific mm. building? I'm down. I think we could, Kamikaze, uh, we could commandeer a ship and then some one of us kamikazes it into the building. But we don't know if the generator's in the building. 
We just know. Well, we have three tries, so we'll probably <laughs> be able to hit it. Okay, let's, um, we're, you know, that's a really great idea, but we're going to put that on hold. We're going to put that on a, on a, on so, a wall. So, sounds good. It must be the Y gas. It's getting to the, it must be the Y gas. <laughs> um, Jonathan, are there any clothes in the barracks? Yeah, there's a couple of lockers with a bunch of the soldier uniforms. All right, let's put them on, ladies. So you try to put the clothing on and it's for like 300 pound muscle women so i want you all to roll to see how well you fit into these i mean i'm a master of disguise i think i can make it work if okay you... sure roll at advantage for me then all right all right 18 18 sure you fit perfectly you actually you actually seem like a bodybuilder by the end of it you're like buff but you're still somehow sexy at the same time hey man i'm a those are not i'm a one exclusive. you're a one <laughs> Yeah, I'm a one. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you meant like you're like you're rating yourself one. It's like no, you're not a one. Oh no, <laughs> I'm like a solid five. You're a ten. Oh, thanks, Jonathan. It's because we're soulmates. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. High school throwback right there. High school throwback. Okay. So you kind of look like you're wearing adults' clothing. You're like look like so it'd be very obvious that you do not fit in that clothing. All right, cool. I'm gonna put my regular clothes back on then, I guess. Yeah, because you're the only one who doesn't need to disguise themselves. True. And what about you, David? Goodness gracious, I got tails again. Oh, okay. So similar to Valkyrie, the clothes just do not fit you. They're very loose on you. It's very obvious that you were not supposed to be wearing those. So it looks like, you know, Brayden's the only one that works. <laughs> <laughs> can I just take the clothes off? Sure, you can take them off. How far away are we from the Jeep? If you walked from here, it'd be about a two minute walk back to your Jeep. It's not oh, very far. Not very far. This is a does very, it... very small, very compact little center you're in. Okay. Does it pass the mess hall? Uh, it does. Okay. How long is the walk from where we currently are to the electrical building? That's going to be about five minutes. Are there roads? Like, are there like legit roads for cars or is it just like sidewalks? Is everything just walking distance? Um, there are roads, but they're not traveled very often. It's only for when vehicles pass through to the Y zone or to XX. What's in the barracks? What is there anything in there that we can take? Well, I'm so glad you asked. Well, there are a stupid amount of weapons in here and that's what first catches your eye. Anything flammable. <laughs> Actually, in my notes, I have flamethrowers written, so yes. Nice, nice. Nice. Oh, yeah. I didn't think they'd be used in this way, but yeah. So let me list off what's in here. So you've got swords, shields, maces, flamethrowers, assault rifles. If you want something else, you can roll for it, but that's everything that you see at first glance. Flamethrower, we should definitely, yeah. definitely get. A shield could come in handy. What kind of shield? So these are like more for sparring the shields than for actual combat because everyone uses guns, right? So these are just leather sh leather shields. They're about uh, two feet in diameter. You hold it up and it protects most of you. Uh, we should probably get one of the guns. Casey, Do I feel I like you should- have my you gun? Should... Yeah, but Casey, you should upgrade. You should upgrade. Sure. Sure, I upgrade, but I keep my old gun because, you know, the rifle, I keep it on my back. Is there anything small? Because, like, technically, Casey, who's wearing the uniform, is the only one who could actively, like, have weapons and not be seen as. That's weird. Yeah, what's a small weapon that you want? We'll see if it's there. Hmm. Um, are there any knives? Yeah, there's several knives. Or, like, handguns. Those two. Are there any swords? Like, yes, there are swords. All right, I'm going to grab some knives and some handguns. Give me the biggest sword. What's the biggest sword there? So the biggest sword is a two foot long scimitar. Two, a two foot long scimitar? Oh, I, oh, is that like a, it's like a thick. Like those curved swords from Aladdin. Ooh, okay. Um, give me, do, are there two of those? Sure. <laughs> All right, I'm going to dual wield. <laughs> Okay, so we should, we should, uh, is there anything else that could potentially be flammable? Do we bring the oil, do we bring the gas the with fuel, us, yeah. the rocket fuel? Do we, do we put it in Alexander's backpack? You probably would have left it in the car, but that's up to you guys. Can we, we put totally it in, brought it with we, us. we totally put it in Alexander's <laughs> backpack. Okay, sure. It's like, he's like Dora, everything's in that backpack. Sure, sure, okay. Cool, and we have a flamethrower. Oh. And you have a flamethrower, yes. What else would you like? All right, cool. Let's go to the building, but stealthily 
as we can. So the building you're trying to go to, Alexis, you would recognize as something called a radio station. So it's a broadcast station where all the sisters can communicate, like, to the sisterhood, to XX, to anywhere else. So I want you guys, well, are you all trying to go out at the same time? Uh... <laughs> That's a great question. Hmm. All right, uh, we need to, we need you in the front, Valkyrie. You have the most health. Brayden, take your take your pills. I'm just gonna well, take mine. Yeah. You are back up to three hit points. I'm not gonna lie. I feel like that because Casey is wearing the disguise and looks the part, and I am kind of okay. Actually, can I get inside the suit that that, that Valkyrie is wearing, and we could make it maybe fit the no. No, we're not doing that. I'm going to say no on that one. How about if we go and Alexander, if you, uh, we never checked that we had walkie talkies. Are there walkie talkies in there? Uh, no, they're not. Uh, wait, can I roll for walkie talkies? You said anything that we could do. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Sure. Sure. Go ahead. I got a four. Walkie talkie. Okay, you find one walkie talkie. What? Just one? Uh. <laughs> I mean, you can roll again to see if you find another. Fine. <laughs> I got a six. Okay, sure. You get another walkie talkie, but it's for a different set, huh? Jonathan! <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing. Okay, yeah, you get two walkie talkies. Cool. All right. So, Alexander. We're going to give you one walkie-talkie, and you're going to chill, okay. and, then, right. break, and right. then Casey and I are going to go with our other walkie-talkie to the station. Since they said okay. we have an hour, we have an hour to get to, like, to do stuff. Okay, I'm just chill here. I practice my swords. But probably not too widely, or else they'll probably tackle you again. Or I'll cut them to ribbons. Okay, These cool. women could break all of you. I, I, I'm not sure if I've driven that point home yet. All right, well, let's go. Let's... Let's head out. Okay, and before you go, Brayden, I want you to do me one more sexy roll, okay? Oh, goodness. Okay. Okay, okay. Thirteen. Okay, you still look like a woman, but you're not as hot as you used to be. So you're like, oh, yeah, that's a girl. But it's not like, oh, that's a girl. If you catch my drift. <laughs> <laughs> so you are now a commoner just like uh, Casey. Or well, he got a 13, so isn't he above average, though? He's okay. I mean, I, I'd, I'd, I'd go on a date, but I wouldn't call them back afterwards, if you catch my drift. We can live with that. So I want you, um, Brayden and Alexis, to roll me a perception check, please, as you exit the barracks. 18. Five. Casey, you see three soldiers um, between you and the radio station. Uh, two are actually guarding the barracks. They're standing. It's a bit of a walk, but they're about... 20 feet away from you, backs turned to you. And there is one that's just walking around kind of doing nothing. All right. What's the plan, guys? Um, so what if we, what if we go, right? Wait, do they, oh gosh. Do they know if we've been through the detox or not? Um, these, you do not recognize these women. Okay. They might not recognize. No, 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 no. Okay. We'll go through and then our story will be that you, we all, we went through the detox, but Alexander was a little bit of a struggle. So we had to sedate him, her, sedate her. Um, and she's resting in the barracks and then Casey and I, we're going so I can radio the um the sister hut to let them know that we made it eh? okay so you keep you start walking and the two sisters they stop you and say hey what are you doing weren't you supposed to be in the barracks and i tell them that whole thing okay roll at advantage because that was a pretty good lie that was pretty good thank you got a six okay that's all you need so cool you're able to walk past them all and you can walk into the radio station or the broadcast station if you would like so we don't want to go directly to the broadcast station. We want to see like where the generator is, right? Is that the objective? Are we, can they still see us? Like how, like where are we <laughs> visually? There's a direct line of sight between the barracks and the broadcast station. But uh -huh. if you want to, um, just <laughs> so you don't have to wander around the entire map, why don't you roll for your perception check to see if you can hear a generator? Cause those things are pretty loud. Casey, are you going to join in on this as well? Um, yeah. I don't know, though. I don't know what I want to do. I got a six again. So you hear the hum of a generator, and it's actually coming from behind the broadcast station in a small little, like, wooden... Sh not a wooden shed, but kind of like a storage shed. You know, like, behind restaurants where they, like, store all their extra stuff. This is where they put the generator to protect it from the elements and from the rain. Am I, I'm, still just, I'm still just hanging out, right? I'm not... 
You're just practicing your Naruto sword attacks, yeah. Okay, okay. You're you're free to do something if you want, but you know, it might be wise to stay there. We'll see. Okay, I'm gonna stay here for right now. Alright, so Valkyrie and Casey, what are you doing? Oh uh, yeah. Casey, what are we what are we making a casual what just um I don't know. Can you sorry, <laughs> can you describe to me one more time what the situation is? So you're in front of the broadcast station, and behind it, there's a storage shed where the generator is. And the generator is, it's a decent generator because it powers the city. It's about 10 feet tall and about 20 feet wide, and it makes this really loud sound as it is continuously chugging out energy for the city. And you see a huge, actually, roll me a perception check quickly, both of you. I got a 19. I got a 1. Okay, so you see a generator. Great. That is a generator, yes. <laughs> That's a generator. <laughs> is, if we go to the generator, would they be able to see us? Like, is there... So the generator is actually at the back of the building, so no, they would not, unless someone walks over there, of course. Um, what's hmm. right beside the, like, the building? Like, are there more barracks? Is there, like, other buildings? So it's just a bunch of barracks, honestly. This is, um, this is where a lot of the, um, sisters here, this is where a lot of the sisters here live. So you see barracks on each side, but no one else is there at the moment. Most of them are in the mess hall right now. Cool. All right. This is getting, this is like deja vu all over again. All right. Yeah, I was so, thinking that too. This, all right. So what we got to do is I think we need to blow up the generator and then send it. Yeah. And then just make a break for it and hide or try and get back. Let's let's first casually walk behind the generator. Uh, just, or make it look like, a, I'll make it look like I'm pointing at things and explaining stuff. <laughs> just, you know, just talking, all that fun stuff. And then once we get out of kind of eye line, let's walkie. Uh, Alexander, Alexander, are you there? I am here. I am here. Roger, Roger. <laughs> Roger, Roger. Roger, Roger. Okay. Um, oh, wait. Quick question. Jonathan, how far away is Alexander from the Jeep? I think I asked that before. So, no, it's fine. So the Jeep is about a two-minute walk. So from the mm. checkpoint to the barracks is about two minutes. And if you sprint, you can be there in about 30 seconds. Okay. And if, you know, we blow something up, it'll seem like we're just running away from the explosion. Thereby, you know, it's not suspicious. Well, so here's the thing. We may have to try and pick a point. Wait, how do we get... Okay, before before we blow something up, how do we get from the barracks to city XX? You actually, XX, you can reach XX right now. Like, there's no wall between XX and Flower Petal. So you could literally just drive right now if you wanted to. Okay, well, we're not going to do that because we made, we made a deal. So, okay, so Alexander. So Alexander's on the other line. When you hear a boom, you need to make a break for the Jeep. And I pray you were paying attention when I was driving. Um, because <laughs> uh, you're going to need to scoop us after the explosion. But when you hear the explosion, you need to, you need to move. How far away is the Jeep? 30 seconds sprint, two minutes if you walk. Roger Don't that, one, walk. two. All right, it's about to, it's go time. All right, Casey, ready? Let's do it. All right, so what, what do you guys do to blow it up? Flame well, we flame we got the rocket gas. That's that's gonna be a big boom. Wow. Yeah. Well, how far away should we safely be? Honestly, I don't know. Let's um, let's see what happens. You know what we could do? Uh, we could we could casually wait. The rocket since it's fuel. Could we do a repeat of when we did our test? When we did the, um, like the, oh, gosh, I can't remember when we tested like the last season episode, the whole, um, Oh, in dark waters. Yeah. With the stove. Yeah. 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 The stove thing where we shot it. Uh, so can we test that out? Is there like a valve on the, <laughs> the flamethrower that we can just have leak? Sure. Sure. Cool, let's do that, because I don't want to die. All right, Casey, so we're going to we're gonna open a valve. We're going to send it. We're going to open a valve on the flamethrower, and then we're going to get some distance, and we're going to shoot the flamethrower. With my suppressed will... rifle, so no one will notice. Exactly, and that's that's what we're going to do. That's what we're, that's what we're going to do. That's how the physics is. Roger, like Roger, how are y'all doing on y'all's end? Um, Get ready for a boom. Okay, Roger, Roger. Oh, wait, oh, yes, Alexander, before I forget, you are going to try and pick us up at the barracks on the other end. Like, not 
not towards the explosion, because I'm pretty sure that's where a handful of people will go to try and stop it. Can you repeat that? Am I am I picking you up? Yes, you're definitely picking us up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. All right, guys, are we ready? We are. Okay, all right. <laughs> all right, let's go. All right, Casey, shoot that rifle. All right. We get, you know, we get a, we get a distance away, and I shoot. My aim is true. So you hit it, and it's rocket fuel. So the entire building's like, and then yeah. So it explodes. There's fire. There's women running around in panic, screaming, and you feel like you've bought yourself a little bit to run while everyone's running around in confusion. I, I I run to I run to the jeep and I exclaim, "If these women weren't so burly, fire and women together, this would be an amazing thing." Jesus, <laughs> David. Uh, okay, so David, I'm gonna need you to do me two rolls, okay, or two flips. Oh so no, first, I've had the worst rolls. Yeah, you've been you've you've had a rough night tonight. But I, first, I want you to do a memory flip to see if you recall how Alexis or Valkyrie has been driving the jeep. Okay. Oh, we didn't account for that. Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> okay, so you say to yourself, if a woman can do it, it can't be that hard. So I want you to try driving the Jeep at disadvantage. Uh, okay, okay. All right, you want me to try again? Yeah, so this time you're doing a performance check or a performance flip to okay, see if you can right. actually drive at disadvantage. Okay. All right, I got, I got one. Ah, uh, I didn't get the second one. So, you know, you make a joke about women being bad drivers, and then you drive the Jeep into a wall. So, great. The Wranglet has been smashed into a wall, and David, <laughs> you are smacked in the face with some airbags. <laughs> and you've never seen airbags, so it feels like the Iron Monster is attacking you. <laughs> Die, so foul beast! So, Valkyrie and Casey, as you were running towards um, Alexander, you hear a crash and you hear a scream. <laughs> you're like, darn metal beast! No! Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's really all there is to it. Just a sign. The chain is only as strong as its weakest link. <laughs> okay, alright, let's. Alright, let's just assume that. They had to, we had to park our Jeep where other cars were, right? That's, sure, I, yeah, sure. <laughs> all right, I guess we gotta get another car. So let's just wait. And also, since we took out the generator, isn't all the power out? So like, it's dark. Actually, interesting you should say that because as the power goes out, you hear what sounds like tribal screams from outside. It's kind of far away. You'd say it's about 300 feet, but it gets closer and closer to you with every passing second. Sweet. All right, so that's the ladies. That's the girls. I hope they recognize you. Mm -hmm. Dosh, Casey, uh, we will have to dip. I feel like there's right. this. Yep. We gonna have to. We gonna have to dip. This is not gonna be a fun time for any of yep. us. Well, We're mostly you, Casey. All right. So let's just jump in a car. Casey, uh, can you just change your clothes real quickly since it's dark? Sure. Yeah. Just. I don't know. Take I don't the, know what to put on. What but, am uh, I doing? <laughs> am I passed out? So you were you were in a car crash. Um, how are you? Re this is your first ever car crash. How do you respond? <laughs> do, I, do, I, do, I, do I roll? Are you so the, out? So the, air, the airbags got you. You only drove forward like 15 feet, so you couldn't pick up that much speed. I base, I start, I attack the airbag with the swords. It quickly deflates. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you had your sword in your lap while you were driving? No, no, I had him in my back. I That's pulled so him out behind. I have like a back thing. I should have you like impaled for that. Oh jeez. <laughs> All right. I won't because well, I'd be mean. Can but. we? Can we just grab? Can we grab Alexander? Can we just? Can we just drag him out? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You see Alexander <laughs> screaming and fighting the airbag. Oh, he's screaming. Can I drag? Can I pull him out and slap him? <laughs> just to yeah, shut sure. him up. <laughs> just sure. like get it together. Um. We don't have time for this. All right. So, all right. Um, we don't have. Okay. So at this point, the voices of the screaming women are about 200 feet away from you. Cool. All right, Casey, you gotta quickly change your clothes. Um, we're gonna yep, open I Alexander's. Changed. Okay, you changed. 150. Cool. All right. Well, let's just. 100. <laughs> get in the car. Let's get in the car. We're in the car. 50. We're in the car. Right, we're in the car. Start. Okay, okay. You're in the car. Go, you're in the go, car. Go, go. Let's go, let's go, we're leaving. We're okay. just leaving. 
are there keys in the car? Yeah. Sure, because they trust their women. They trust you everyone. Remember, yes, yeah, there there's are keys no in the enemies car. inside the walls. Yeah, there's yeah, no yeah, enemies, yeah. Okay. so let's go. Okay, so you start the car and you hear a smack on the front of the wall. <laughs> or oh. front of the car. As the girl's like, you're not friends with mama. No, no, we love mama. It's us. We were just there. Do you remember? We were. We oh, <laughs> sorry about that. Good day. And then it hops off and starts running after another sister. You actually cool. see Sister Gregory getting like impaled with a spear. Oh, that's. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. All right, cool. So uh, let's roll out. <laughs> let's okay. leave. Autobots roll out. Let's leave. <laughs> okay. Decepticon. Uh, I mean, did Mama lines. come? Did Mama come with them? Yeah, you actually see Mama being carried on like a little throne of scrap by four of the sisters. And she actually, yeah, she sees and recognizes you and she gives you a thumbs up and a wink. Oh, she's not gonna tell us anything? Cool, all right. Oh, what do you wanna know? What do you wanna know? I don't know, like how- You wanted to know the where best? like the rocket ships were located? Yeah. Where are the rocket ships located? I wanna get off this, patriarchy. So she says, you know, I've kind of got an appointment with a friend of mine, so I'll make this quick. So the rockets are located underneath Mount Rushmam. And you would know what that is, Alexis. It's a monument to the greatest women in history. So it's like Mount Rushmore, but for women, and the rocket ships are under there. If you get to XX and you can get beneath Mount Rushmam, there are some rockets down there somewhere. And she says, here, use this to get inside. And she pulls out of her pocket an ID card. She says, this is what I used to use. I have no use of it anymore, but hopefully you can use this to get past some of the security. And she throws you the card. All right. Um, AC, I hope you still have your military outfit. Sure. Cool. Sweet. All right. Now, Autobots, roll out. Let's go to XX. 